When I get older, I will be stronger. They'll call me freedom, just like a waving flag. What's up, everybody? We are back kicking it stateside, episode number 17. Like always, I'm with my man, Brian. What's going on, bro? Man, oh man, 17 episodes. That's awesome. That's not even counting what we've been doing on A2D. I know, so it's, well, let's see. We've been doing, what, A2D for a month and a half? Yeah, so it's really Seven. 23. Yeah. And not counting the uh, preview show either. Yeah. Two preview shows. Yeah. That's like four months plus going strong. Going strong. And today it's today and next week I feel like they're just the, – the soccer god and the like technology gods are just saying F you. They really are. Because today we're on a little bit of a tight schedule. There was some uh, studio conflicts, so we'll try and like – whip through this unfortunately yeah, we sorry. literally like knocked this out in an hour so we have that and then next week with the holiday yeah is always uh throws a little bit into the we're figuring a it wrench out, in the the plan the usual plan but hey we'll figure it out i mean i'm thinking wednesday because i'd rather come in wednesday and then I can just go back home instead of not going having... home from thanksgiving and then friday driving all the way here yeah I'm down with If Wednesday. that's cool with the O. I'm good with whatever, bro. Yeah, Wednesday's perfect, so that'd be good. So, yeah, the back-to-back, so it's still <laughs> fresh in our minds from the A2D and on here. Hell, yeah. We'll be so that's super. two days back Hopefully there'll back. be a lot to talk about, too. I mean, there should be. I mean, this week coming up in the Prem is uh, looking like a, a seriously good schedule with uh, Chelsea. Man City will be on Saturday at 1230. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, I forget all the other ones. I didn't even write them down, but I know that there are a few good ones in there. There's absolutely even nice... the ones that we picked that you'll have to find out. Stay tuned to uh, figure out what we got going on there. And I guess today um, we'll talk a little bit uh, U.S. men's national team. Uh, we'll also talk some uh, the hot topics around the world. We saw racism again, kind of rear its ugly head. Yeah, this time it was in Holland, which is just you know we're trying to figure out you know what's the next step. Still haven't heard anything on the repercussions from that yet, which is surprising. Know. Usually they're pretty quick to come out and defend. I think or it's just because it's such a small league. We yeah. talked about we might not. Hear. They might have already. I don't <laughs> yeah. even know. It's tough to say. Yeah, but uh, yeah, anything else? But I mean, we'll run down the week thirteen, kind of uh, give a little preview of the games that are coming up. And uh, we did have a Q&A. Um, our buddy Eric, who's a good follower of the show, he had uh, an interesting question, I guess. And maybe we'll extend that question. And also, I mean, I had a surprise. I can We can try and squeeze it in. I have some, some gifts that uh, I have come in the mail for Brian. Oh, yeah? Live on show. Oh, man. It's exciting. This is rather exciting. Yeah, that's the only bright spot about today besides uh, us getting totally effed. That's awesome. But, yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, unfortunate. But, well, it's good. I guess we're in a good spot that there's not a whole lot of action going on. So we should be able, we should be able to get through this. 
Yeah, and um, I guess we can start like we did uh, on Tuesday with the um, Pochentino. Mauricio Pochentino got fired from Spurs. <laughs> yeah. Our Tottenham guys. I mean, that's our... I saw everybody was a little upset. They really liked uh, Pochentino. That is our biggest uh, biggest news of all. I don't know. I guess, yeah, the, the Tottenham fans really seem to love him. Uh, he's taken them to pretty high lengths over the last couple of years. I saw a lot of heartfelt messages uh, from celebrities and from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just our good friend, resident Spurs fan, James. He had a little something to say. They were a little upset. Yeah, there was a, there was a good group that was on but Twitter, too, that I had been following. I guess um, the Spurs fans are a little fed up with Daniel Levy, I think. Yeah, I think uh, they're getting into that same feel that the Arsenal fans are with uh, Kroenke. Yeah, it's, it's is it ownership? I mean, it, Arsenal, I think it was ownership and a bad coach. I mean, I was not a big fan of Poch, but I think Mourinho probably end up doing a better job in the long run as long as he can keep some of these guys together. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know what kind of like down like trickle down effect this is going to bring. As far as we already know, Erickson's gone. Yep. Does that mean now Kane's gone, or does Mourinho come in there and do everything he does to keep him? See his type of player. I saw a pretty good stat. Um, it was like Mourinho's money that he spent over his uh, his career that he's asked for, and then there was Daniel Levy, and Mourinho spent more than. Daniel Levy in like I think five extra years, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> and he's expecting to come to Spurs and get money. And it, yeah, that Mourinho I mean, demands like he wants to bring in his own players. He's huge on that. Oh yeah. So it'll be interesting to see the dynamic, like how long or you know, if especially he gets if they're up. not really getting anything back for Erickson. That's why they need to sell him in January. Yeah. Or again, but if they let him go in the it. summer. It's just. For, Exactly. He's gone for free. So, and maybe they do have to sell Harry Kane too, and just use that money because that that's big money right there. That, uh, that's yeah. over a hundred million transfer fee. Oh, easily. You it's know, so. uh, Harry Kane. He's not like a Mourinho type guy. He's not, and I could definitely see like United making that play, especially as they're rebuilding and adding a vet like that to that team. That's an old Gunner type player. Absolutely. So, I mean. It'll be interesting to see. I I'd love to hear what um, maybe Spurs fans think of uh, the hire of Mourinho, or even the old Chelsea Man United fans. What you guys think? Yeah, everybody. I mean, I wonder. I really want to know what the Chelsea fans think because he was quoted as saying he would never, he would never go to North because London. of that. Yeah, hey. hey, he went. There it is. He's there. <laughs> what's what's we the called n- it too, man? Literally, like yeah. like less than twenty four hours after our show on Tuesday. That was the report on Tuesday that he was the front runner, and that they, they just wasted no time. I was going to say sign that deal quick. I'll say, like you said, I think they had it already in place, and yeah. then they're just waiting a little bit to uh, actually make the announcement. Right through the, uh, they waited basically to the Euro qualifiers were all over mm-hmm. to not affect that. There's probably something that they couldn't announce it because it could affect the players out playing for their country or whatever, and then yeah. boom, just popped it, just so, hit them with it. Yeah, but I think it's yeah. I, I guess it's they a needed good hire. a change. I don't know. Like I posted in the football banter group, shit just got shittier because <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily like Mourinho at this point in his career, but I mean, it's I'm cool with it because if they keep sucking and I get to watch his little crybaby antics now too, that just make more entertainment, more for us to talk about. 
I was going to say, I'm sure, you know, it'll be honeymoon stage, like in the beginning. And then all of a sudden it'll just be like, yeah. like he always has. Let's see how this first game it's, goes. It's amazing. It's like, yeah, Mourinho, all the fans love him. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh boy, it turns real quick. Yeah. So we'll see. I bet Lucas Morris starts. I feel like that's a Mourinho type player. Yeah, I could see that. He does like the... Uh, the Brazilians. Yeah. He's a big uh, Brazilian guy. Yeah. So don't be surprised if you see that this week in his, his first game. I wouldn't doubt it. But, yeah, I think it's uh, – I'd love to see just a lineup he was going to put out. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's like, uh, I guess, the big headline from the past at least week. Yeah, since uh, – I guess we could go right to the U.S. win. That's the big headline, other big headline for us. Yeah, the uh, U.S. team uh, gets uh, the two wins that we were hoping for. They beat Canada four, four to yes, four nothing, four one, four one, four one on Friday, and then four nothing, and then they beat Cuba Tuesday, right after our show Tuesday, four nothing. Yeah, we so, called that one. We did. We said it would be right in that ballpark. I said if it wasn't over four, I'd be upset, and it was right at four, so I feel okay, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still kind of uh, – there's still issues there. I don't think that we should just – we need to just just take a deep breath and pause and be like, okay, they won, but they were supposed to win. Yeah, they were supposed to win. But and they won, you know, they way, they won the way we wanted them to win. It's not like they struggled through the game, came out, scored early, just kept the pace up, and, yeah, just they, they weren't trying to beat them down. They already won the goal differential as long say, as they won the game. Right. So they were already set from that 7 nothing smashing the last time. So I think they just kind of played it safe and got out of there. And I mean, they won their group like – we hope they would after that devastating loss to Canada. Yeah, it seems to be, uh, like I said before, with, you know, uh, Greg uh, Berghalter, he's the quickest to uh, whatever wins. I keep forgetting the exact total, but he's uh, ahead of Bob Bradley right now as most quick wins to whatever, 17 or something like that. But yeah. the quality that Bob Bradley played was way better than what Greg Berghalter has played so far. Oh, he's definitely taking advantage of these little cupcake schedule that he came he's... in at the perfect time. It was right after the World Cup. Yeah. We don't have anything. That first year is always like friendlies and, you know, like you said, cupcake games. And then now we're going to start seeing coming up in this CONCACAF uh, Nations League. I think we play Honduras. In the semis, I screenshotted it. Yeah, that's... We play Honduras over the summertime. That's going to be a competitive game. And they got to be ready to play that game. I mean, Honduras is good. They are. They're a really good team. And then on the other side of the bracket, it's Mexico versus Costa Rica. So we could be having another crash course with uh, El Tri. Yeah, I mean, you would hope that we do. That's where it should be. Most of these... It's really gotten to the point now anything less than a U.S.-Mexico final in a lot of these South American tournaments should be disappointing to us. I get a little worried, though, because we're just not there yet No, I know. with and Mexico. Dude, we're not even there sometimes with, like, Peru and some of these guys. Like they're <laughs> South American teams? Yeah. Nice. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. Um, I don't even know. 
I'm all fucked up today. <laughs> you got all you got shit. all knocked off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much to say other than that they did what they needed to do. And they did what they needed to do. They were supposed to. It wouldn't even be a big deal if we would have just beat Canada the first time. No, it wouldn't. We wouldn't have. be sitting here and being like, oh, my God, you know. But he played Jordan again, which I was surprised about. Yeah. And it paid off. I mean, he had another great game. So I'm not really worried about him. Dude, I think if you're taking him and you're taking Pulisic and you're finding guys, I mean – I like Sargent over uh, Zardis. Like Zardis, yep. Personally, although Zardis has been playing better, I would say of late. So can't really take that away from him. To uh, uh, more down competition, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, McKinney. McKinney's good. You got to. You can. There's the defense could be solid. We talk about like there could be if coached right and put in the right position and the team's picked right, they should be able to be competitive with some of these teams now i just hope they start calling back some of these other guys once we start getting into like uh world cup qualifying and not having uh, a certain number of mls players like will trap yeah no will trap's got to go a couple other guys got to go but and bring in some you know tyler adams hopefully gets healthy hopefully uh yedlin's back healthy so now mm-hmm. him and dest are both taking up spots on that roster which is good I think the defense is pretty much like set. Yeah, Reem's gonna make the team. He's been playing all right. I know you're not a big fan, but he's, he's the only guy that can play. Yeah, on that uh, that left back spot. Yeah, too bad we couldn't get Kamara from Jamaica. Yeah, he's played enough in the MLS. He should be able to get duel. Hey, <laughs> Jamaica's you, not been you making lived any. there for a certain number of years. You yeah, could, you could duel it up. Jamaica's not been so great lately. So now I saw. Is uh, it today? Today's Andre Blake's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Andre! And I was like, Pfft. I was like, be better, yeah, be better, buddy. Next it, year we need you. You do, yeah. I was uh, I was checking out some of the uh, expansion draft as well. That was interesting. Saw Win, yeah, Lee Win went to um, Miami. Miami. That was neat. Red Bull was exempt because we had given up somebody to Cincinnati. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. I, I realized that. I was looking and I was trying to look at their protected players list, and there wasn't one. And then I realized five teams were exempt. Anybody who lost. A player to Cincinnati will be exempt. And it'll happen, like, the next time, I think. Like, anybody that lost anybody in this one will be exempt from the next. Word. Then it'll reset. Yeah. The MLS is always going to have some crazy stuff going on. Yeah, there's been, like, a lot of transfer shit popping up on my thing and re-signings. And, I mean, we could talk about some of those another time as we're getting closer to the restart of that season. Really no reason to. There's going to be so many moving parts from now till then. Yeah, don't the, really need to dive into them too much now. With the draft coming up too, there's always yeah. I'd like to touch on the draft. The draft's kind of exciting something to talk about. It's just I don't know. You really have to pay attention to college soccer to even like really give a shit honestly about the MLS draft. I guess being around Penn this year, I paid attention to the standings of college soccer. I haven't paid attention to any individual players necessarily, but I at least can see like what teams are doing what. You see Lehigh won the Patriot League? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean That was a good team though. I'd be I definitely want to get into the tournament. Like I want to really try and watch some of as much cuz they do televise a lot of college soccer. 
Yeah, um, I saw you can catch uh, it. the ACC had like nine teams in. Yeah, the ACC always <laughs> does. I mean, that's the perfect weather down there for them to just yeah, play. Yeah, they're always a powerhouse. Kind of pumped for my daughter going to Texas. I feel like that's going to give her an opportunity to play hard down there. I feel like I know they play a lot of football down there, but I'm sure the women's soccer down there is pretty legit. Oh, yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's uh, it's always a fun time this time of year with, you know, the MLS going through its off season. And, you know, we get the Euros are finally done. Yeah, for now. U.S. are, uh, you know, they just wrapped up their 2019 campaign now. And we'll look to the summer. Uh, the Olympics, I guess, qualifying for that should be coming up pretty soon with all the college kids, uh, U23s. Yeah. So I don't think you could be a pro and play in the Olympics. You have to be an uh, amateur. Which is weird because in other sports you can. They've changed it over the years. Yeah. Like basketball for years was always amateur. And then right. then they went pro because the U.S. was tired of losing. And then the dream team came. and Yeah. But unfortunately then, for soccer, I don't think we would have a dream team that would. No, you could put that same team out there. and they, I mean, they could use the practice. Why not? Yeah, I agree. But summertime's right in the middle of the MLS season. I Why know, would you want not, to lose to gonna, the Olympics? Uh, yeah, I know. Give some of these college kids. It's good experience That's for if, them, Even too. if we qualify. The Olympics doesn't have a very big pool. Like, if you notice, a lot of the teams... Like, we didn't qualify for the last Olympics. Yeah, there's a lot of... And some of the big, even, like, big soccer countries don't even send a team. Yeah. So, it's it's good, though. It's entertaining. I, I remember that. It was like, oh, we soccer. didn't qualify for the Olympics, the U.S. men's team. It's like... Yeah, yeah we couldn't. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Better off. Yeah, probably. But yeah, so I guess to close on the uh, U.S.'s year, it's kind of been a little bit of transition with this new coach, and he's trying to implement a new style and all this other shit. But, you know, I want us to win, it's look- no matter what our opinions are about Berghalter. It, yeah, In exactly. the end, I want us to win. That's the ultimate goal is for us to start winning soccer games. So if it's under him, great. Like, I'm not going to kill the guy. It's just, you know. I want him to have better selection, honestly. Yeah. That's that's the biggest thing because there have been times where they've looked good. There has been, you know, again, it's they're not playing the greatest of competition, but they're doing what they're supposed to against the lesser outside of that loss to Canada. So I think this next game is really going to be big. This, this rest of this tournament when it continues. It's true. That's their next biggest tests. Yeah. So we'll kind of see uh, what happens. Uh, over the summertime, what kind of who progresses with their club team and you know all this other components that have to do with the U.S. But um, what else? I'm trying to think of any anything world related that we need to. Um, I mean the racism thing, I guess, could be something that we touch on this time. I feel like it's the third straight week that we've talked about this uh, this racism thing being happening in uh, the world of. Soccer, I guess to say, and this time it was in uh, in Holland in the uh, the Dutch second division, and there was um, again fans from the opposing team, uh, you know, shouting racist stuff at some African American player, and then you know there was him. Obviously, the video, if you look it up, I think it's like Excelsior versus. Somebody else, I forget the other team. You see the other team's fans like saying shit to him, and then he's visibly upset about it, obviously, and then he comes back. I don't know if it was a few minutes later or what the time difference was, but then he ended up scoring, and he goes to the crowd, puts his finger up to his mouth, kind of shushes him, (laughs) which was kind of cool to see. But, yeah, it's just we're trying to figure out a way to keep 
you know, racism out of it. And I don't know if it's possible to fully do that because there's so many different leagues and different walks of life in, you know, the game. It's just, I know it's going to be hard to police it. You know what I'm saying? You get into some of these different countries and it's just, they're not on the same level as far as tolerance and stuff that we have gotten to over the years. And it's just a whole different outlook and it is, it's going to be really hard to police it. I guess the only thing like we've talked about is really hurting these teams where it would matter. And especially the smaller ones and hurting them financially to where basically your fans do shit like that and you're not even going to have a team to root for because they're going to end up going bankrupt because they're going to hit them so hard in the pockets. Yeah, we said that, you know, maybe uh, something like, you know, like the death penalty in college sports where you pretty much aren't allowed to play for a certain number of years and you use scholarships. This would be like, you're not playing, you know, for a certain number of years or fans aren't allowed to come to the games anymore for a certain number of years where that hurts your revenue stream. And for a team like um, in the Dutch Second League, you can't afford to do that. You can't afford to miss games. You can't afford to have these, you know, supporters that live in the city and it's being it so small, half their revenue is from ticket sales. Yeah. They and if can't. they lose that, they're not going to be able to be a, a team anymore. And they're going to go bankrupt. And then, you know, everybody's upset because of a couple people. Your whole thing gets ruined. So, but I think eventually they're going to have to make an example of some team because if this keeps happening, you know, they're only going to force that hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that might be the only way to get around it or to, to stop it, not to necessarily get around, but like to actually make people like have all your home games behind closed doors or something yeah and we've seen it we've seen it on big stages yeah we've seen croatia and england like two really powerhouse teams have to play a closed door game because of shit that happened in a a croatia game which world cup was that when the russians wherever they went oh man was that was that the euro or the past world not this past world cup but the world cup before i think so yeah was it 14 yeah they were like just just everywhere they went no matter where (laughs) russia played there was always like yeah there was some kind of controversy because they were russia was pretty decent that year too like they got out of group play if i'm not mistaken and made it into the yeah i just remember every time wherever whatever uh, French city that they would play in, <laughs> just craziness Dude, would ensue. Well, People would be eating in like on the street in like little cafes, and then the Russians would come out of nowhere and. <laughs> and start throwing chairs and stuff. It was insane. Well, people don't realize in this country, I guess sometimes too, is like how different it is when you do go over there. Like a bunch of Russian dudes, just crazy soccer fans rolling around France. Like that's not a recipe for good things. Like It's way different than it is here. We think we're like bad and stuff. Like they do shit over there. That's just... Yeah, because there's more corruption that's like – yeah. Out in the open with the police. Oh, Not saying yeah. there's stuff stuff here, but no, that yeah. is way more out in the open where you could pay off. Be like, hey, yeah, there's a lot brushed under the table over there. Just let us march down here and cause some shit. Yeah. Even like when Dortmund played, I think Zenit in the Champions League four years ago, maybe like the Zenit ultras were like marching around the uh, the city of Saint Petersburg, like looking for the Dortmund supporters, like wanting to fight them. <laughs> they sent out like a warning on like the Dortmund Twitter and was like, please beware that the Zenit ultras are on a rampage and looking to hurt like the away supporters. It's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) 
And I think I think they heard about it, and then they wouldn't let the ultras in the stadium, so they kind of played like with no ultras at all. So, oh, man, yeah, this shit's crazy. Yeah, sometimes. hooliganism is a is a it's, son of a bitch. It really is. Speaking of uh, not to change the sport or anything, but it just came across, and I feel like just because we're talking about racism now, Miles Garrett is claiming that Mason Rudolph called him a racial slur before that, and that's why he did that. So now you that's, knew that he was going to say that no oh, matter what like to that, save his ass. Yeah, and whether it happened or not, I and I I don't honestly I don't believe it happened because if you look at Mile uh, Rudolph's three uh, O linemen, they're all black and they were all standing there defending him. So I, I think if say, he said yeah. that, but yeah, I, I just had to throw only because we were talking about racism and that was I I kind of figured that was going to come, which is bullshit that he's going to try and play that now. That card's going to be played, but uh, I I mean I could have said that. Like, his lawyer's like, all right, what's my best option? We'll yeah. say that he called you, like, the N-word or yeah. something. Yeah, and it's made you do it. Like, uh, yeah. He's, I don't know He's going to miss that. a lot of time. Yeah. But anyway, back to the back to the better sport. Yeah, you know, sport. crossing it. But, yeah, I don't <laughs> – I mean, hooliganism and racism, I think that's always going to be around. Well, hooliganism's one thing. That's – it is what it is. But, it's like passion But, but you don't have to, to take it to that – level like that has nothing to do with anything like it really doesn't like that's just looking to cause a scene it really is that's all it is because i hate to say it too i mean the way things have been lately like 70 percent chance that that player's probably better than a lot of your white players anyway yeah you're just gonna piss the dude off and he's gonna score like what happened in that game yeah so like i don't even know why i go there or like you're you're digging in balotelli like one of the greatest players to ever play for the italian national team to score one of the, you know, some of the best goals for that team. And they're still calling him names in their own country. So it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of uh, kind of piggybacking off that with somebody that had the abuse last year, Moses Keene, I heard, is on his way out of Everton. Really? Mm-hmm. And any talks of where? Um, Milan. Yeah, going back. Going back over to the other side of There is a flip-flop that they want to do i forget oh um the ac milan striker uh crystal piatek Piatek? yeah piatek they want to do a double switch with uh him and moses Keane. one going one way one going dude that kid that's like he's the because moses Keane right now is buried on the bench he's apparently oh yeah he's been buried that kid Piatek or Piatek. he's been in he is transfer talks for a couple years now he's like the lev Replacement. I would say he's if Polish, Lev right? wasn't so damn good, you would probably know more about yeah, this kid. Tech. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty nasty and he's young. I would say he's been linked to Prem clubs for the last at least three transfer windows, maybe. Yeah, I saw Chelsea was looking at him. Whoops! Before the ban hit, but we'll, we'll cool. see. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how he uh, how his game would translate. Yeah, see, I mean, this show's kind of a we're just gonna throw. We're just gonna have a fun little. We're just throwing it all at the wall. Mixed bag and see what's what sticks. Hey, I mean we kind of hit every little topic and what else? I saw it was pretty funny that the uh, after you see the uh, the banner that the Welsh fans had for Bale. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was great. It was like Wales, golf, Madrid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the importance to him. Yeah. And he was laughing his head off. And then there was memes coming out about it afterwards, like all kinds of different ones. That's pretty... another thing. It's like, why don't they just sell him then? Yeah. Why is Zidane being stubborn or their uh, president? 
I don't know. Like he doesn't want to be there. Zidane doesn't want him there either. It all he was basically going to China for nothing, and then that got flip flopped. Maybe that could be like a, a flip, either Ericsson or maybe like the Pogba. In return, you get Gareth Bale. Yeah, that'd be pretty nice. Bale back to Spurs. <laughs> oh, a a young Bale mm. when he was dirty back when he was like seventeen. Or Bale to the MLS and just no dominate, not yet. just dominate. Not yet. Let's not do that. <laughs> Two years and then go back. He's he's he seems like he's yeah, a he's, clown. He but. still has a little bit of time. I've always I liked him though. I liked that Welsh team a couple years ago in the Euros. With him and Ramsey and uh, Joe Allen, yeah, I mean they do they and they're back. I mean they're they're going to be in this Euros coming up again, and now you got Harry Wilson on that team, and you got some pretty good young players on that team. Daniel James, yeah, I'm excited for the Euros. Yeah, me too. You see, uh, Victor Moses could be returning to Chelsea as a coach. Yeah, I was going to say, sure as hell not a player. <laughs> no, could return to Chelsea to restart Victor Moses' Nigeria career. Nice. <laughs> I was like, no, Vic Moses is not coming back. Just shut the hell up. It said retired. Could spark his career back to life. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Actually, dude, he's only 27. I know. He's been around forever. He has. He really has. I I was, it was a big fan of him, even when he was on Chelsea. Um, I mean, we got to get running down on this coming week. True. At some point. I don't know if there's anything else along the lines of any Oops. of the other leagues. Um, yeah, I wish we had enough time to talk about, about all that stuff. But yeah, Byron President opened the door to a pep return if he ever so chooses. I saw Pochettino to Byron. Yeah, well, that, that, that was... That seems like to be the... That was like a big... That was a big meme where they had... Or it was a gif and they had a bus, a Tottenham bus driving on one road with Mourinho's little face popping in there. <laughs> and then they had Mourinho driving... And he took the other road, and it said Munich. So who knows? I mean, I hope that doesn't happen. I don't want him there. I hope it doesn't happen because I kind of like Byron. <laughs> I don't want to. I hate him. I, then I'll really just have to go full Red Bull Leipzig and call it a day. Leipzig. Ugh. Until they lose Red Bull. Timo Vanna, and you're not a fan at all. No, I would still be a fan. I told you I got to follow the Red Bull contingency. True. Um, I've never changed fandom except for my most recent. It's true. I'm enjoying it. I thought they haven't even played yet. I know, but I thought more about it. Why root for a team that's mediocre with high expectations when you can root for a team that's mediocre with mediocre expectations? Because then you're never really upset. Like if they lose, you're like, eh, they lost because it's Bournemouth. <laughs> and if they win, you're like, dope. That's a nice win. And if they draw, they draw. But like with Arsenal, you every year it's like, oh, the expectations are up. Oh, we did this. Oh, we bought him. Oh, we, and then they let you down. <laughs> they let you down. So why? You know, I might as well not even get the expectations high. Then anything else is a win. Anything yeah. like top 10 or above is fantastic for Bournemouth. I suppose. Like when you play with them in franchise mode, that is their number one goal in the game is to stay mid-table. Domestic, yeah. It tell, yeah, it tells you. Stay mid-table. As long as you stay mid-table, you've done your job as a coach. Crucial. It's crazy. Crucial. I guess uh, Eric posed that question to us we can answer it for our spotify itunes and our twit 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 twitchers hello twitchers um so he said say pep guardiola wins maybe a champions league title with city in the next two years yes is there anything more that city can do 
to make him stay if he chooses to leave possibly or look elsewhere and or it doesn't matter i mean i would say no it doesn't matter what they do they can win back to back he's still possibly going to venture out for that next big thing yeah i mean he's already got the prem locked down once that that was a big accomplishment yeah. setting records doing so right. beating another record setting team by one point to do so that's a pretty amazing feat for sure um They've been very competitive in the Champions League. I don't think they even need to win a Champions League for him. I think at this point, he's going to just continue to coach and keep them a very good squad. And if at some point something better in his mind comes along, like possibly for him going back to Bayern or Barca that we were talking about on Tuesday, then he goes. Right. And if not, then he probably just hangs out and keeps enjoying the good life and getting paid that bank to coach some of the best players in the world. Yeah, I don't really think there's much that they can do. I mean, he has had success basically everywhere he's gone. Yeah. So these coaches, they want the next big challenge. They don't just want to sit there and keep winning, like, titles yeah. and shit. It's a different sport. Like, we're so used to, like, they the want really that. good coaches being there for 15, 20 years. And winning a couple titles if they're really great in a lot of our sports. Right. But in this sport, it's like, all right, go somewhere, win a few titles, and then boom, pop out. And try and go somewhere else and do it. Like, that's the real test. Yeah, that's what I said on Tuesday. I said th- some of these coaches, the coaches in soccer, you are more likely to be considered one of the best if you win titles with multiple teams. That just means you could motivate um, a lot of different number of players and world-class guys, and you can get them all to play, be on the same page, and it's just a, a greater feat. So to answer that question, I think there is absolutely nothing that City or Pep can do or any player to bring in that is going to convince him to stay in the, within the next two years. I think if they do better, he might want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it just raises his next paycheck. That's all it's going to do. Yeah. The better he does, the more he's going to be able to ask for on the next go around. So. Yeah, but he's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. No, he's too much of a bitch. <laughs> Perfect. I know. But speaking um, of that, let's just run down these games. Yeah, man, because we have to do what we have to do, and you know what it is that we do. You know what it is. Black and yellow, black and yellow. And the most important part of this show. You know what we do, baby. That's what we do. Yes. Hell yeah. Oh, thank God. Whoa. Real quick. Whoa, whoa. Got pumped up. There is no chance Claudio Reyna right now will even be anywhere near the U.S. team because he just took a director's role for the expansion Austin FC leaving. I saw that. So, too bad for you, Austin FC. Good luck to the start of your franchise, and stay away from the U.S. team. Well, that's good, because now (laughs) Gio Reyna won't go to, like, Man City or something when he blows the hell up. Yeah, right? So, sorry, I had to just, that literally popped up. No, I saw that. I'm like, oh, okay. You got all excited. Claudio. All right, well, week 13 of the Prem... I'm already looking at the games here, and there's some pretty good ones. Some maybe not you wouldn't think in the beginning of the year that you would circle this game, but hey, this league. I haven't said that in a minute. Every time, man. But let's start. There's a bunch of Saturday games this week. I don't know why they keep doing this. Heavy Saturday loaded. Heavy Saturday. We are, do you want to start at the top? 
We could start with the breakfast game because that's even more uh, breakfast game. That is more relevant now. I know. I'm now definitely getting my ass up to see this one. Now there's some intrigue with uh, West Ham hosting Tottenham. Yes, be able to watch this entire game before I have to leave for Penn. So, so Spurs with a new coach, Jose Mourinho, in charge. We'll see. You know, gets a gift for the first game against a really bad a team that West hasn't Ham. won in like six games. So, yeah. and Mourinho, I believe he's undefeated in his first game at like every place he's been at. So. Yeah, he's had a whole week with the team, basically. You know what? If you're a, a betting man, go to atssportpicks.com. Hell yeah. Type and in promo code uh, A2D and you get 20% off abs- and throw down some some money on the uh, Tottenham Hotspur to beat man, is there, West Ham. I bet ESPN doesn't give me lines. I would have to go to a thing. Yeah, you'd have to go to ESPN the, gives you lines on like American sports, but not. Like at MGM or whatever. Yeah. Over at ATS o- probably has it too. Yeah. Absolutely at ATS. I would they assume. Have the lines, so. Yeah, I would think that, um, and it's always with a team that has a new manager. All of a sudden, they get this like little spark, and they want to play now for yeah. that guy. So and I think the road fans will travel well. It's not a far travel to London Stadium, so mm-hmm. they will. Uh, they should be filling that and rooting the boys on. And unfortunately, I think Spurs will get their first win in in a while. A while. Yeah, a, I, hate a while. To say, I hate to say it because. Just never makes me feel happy. It's not good, but, but yeah. So, all right. Yeah, your new uh, ten o'clock now. Um, We're going to do my, my new boys versus the Draw Kings Wolves. Yes, this was our first pick of the week. Yes, it was. And, I forgot. Uh, yeah, you have them saved, so I'll let you run them down. Let me just. Um, um, but yeah, I'm really excited to be a Bournemouth fan now, and <laughs> it's very exciting, and have my first game as a Bournemouth fan. And they'll probably just be Bournemouth and do something to. <laughs> but like I was just saying, I feel like I'm I'm okay with that because I don't expect anything. I'm okay. Like Arsenal, I would expect them to dominate this week, and if they probably won't, they'll do something stupid against Southampton. <laughs> but <laughs> at least with Bournemouth, I'm like, eh, you're gonna probably tie or win well, you close know, or lose a very. You know close where game. I'm going with this because I have to back my draw kings. I know you do. So I said 1-1. One, one. Yes. And I and went 2-1. 2-1 right? or 2 nothing. Oh, I went 2 nothing in this one. That's right. 2 nothing to the Cherries. Yes, I did. Not to give away my picks for later, but I did. I did. <laughs> 2 nothing on this one. Yes. So let's go, Cherries. And then your other team, the Gunners. They're not my team anymore. Arsenal versus <laughs> Southampton. I'm keeping an eye, but I, I just can't. Like I, The history's there, and I, but yeah, I'm just – I. Nope. 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 But yeah. <laughs> so Arsenal, it's one of those where Unai Emery is going to be in some serious trouble if they lose this game Dude, at home to a Southampton team who doesn't score. Lose or draw. Draw two. You hey. have to win. This is I. I you have you, to win. I, how many weeks did I say it? You have to win this game. You have to. You have to win this. And I don't know. They haven't shown me anything that tells me they're just going to come out and dominate. I mean, draw princes, and do they grab another draw? Probably. And Southampton, as bad as they've been, they seem to play up to their tougher competition. Danny Ings. Yeah, Danny Ings is going to probably <laughs> score. Arsenal <laughs> can't keep, keep a clean sheet, so. Nope, they don't, can't. Yeah, they, Expect to draw. Do, yeah, some <laughs> David Luiz stupid penalty late in the game or so Socrates and. Mustafi. Yeah, Mustafi's getting some that playing loser. time again. I know, he's a bum. <laughs> All right. 
Brighton Lester. Yeah. Goals in the Foxes. Yeah. Do you know I never got to tell you after Lester beat Arsenal the other day when we were working at Penn, I have a picture of it on my phone, right behind where we broadcast soccer, where the train tracks are, mm-hmm. in that little grass thing there. There's a fox. There was a fox, and he kept pestering me, and it was literally right after they beat Arsenal, and I was like, this is fucked up. Like, he kept walking over and staring at me. I got two really good pictures at him. I'm like, do you know something? Like, never got to tell you that. <laughs> I'm guessing you saw the fox there then, too, or heard about the fox. I heard about the fox. Yeah, because I I saw a fox recently, too. Yeah, I got the picture of him. Like, he was close, man. He was, like, at that tree, and we were right there. It's a sign. It is. So, uh, Brighton plays Leicester. Yeah. Uh, Leicester, the one team that's been very consistent besides uh, Liverpool this year. Home away, doesn't matter. Foxes are getting it done versus a Brighton team who's actually been playing decent. Definitely um, quite play, the surprise. Playing this year. above expectations, right. I would say. Right, right. So I, I don't know what they have in this game, though. I mean, Leicester's like they're looking like a legit top three team this year. So even like you said, on the road or away, it doesn't seem to bother them. And unless something they get a little cool after this international break here. I don't see them doing anything but probably rolling in this game. Might be close, but yeah, oh, they I, should get the dub. They should. I don't see anything crazy going on here. I mean, it depends. I mean, if Brighton can get you know one of their guys like yeah. a Trossard or Malpai, I mean, who they won three out of their last five. They they haven't been bums. They, They've been playing tough, but no they doubt. haven't been playing a team like no. Lester. Right Lester's now. been uh, yeah. very good this season. So again, I don't. There's nothing really that would be like surprising to say that. Hey, you know, maybe it'll. It should be a good game, but yeah. yeah. I bet you get another goal from Vardy for your fantasy stats. Yeah, he's hot right now. Yeah, he's on fire. He's definitely Premier League Player of the Month. Yeah, he's helped my fantasy team to first place. So thanks, Jamie. You're welcome. <laughs> that was Jamie. You're Jamie now? Yes. From uh Progressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Jamie. Um next game. Like Palace versus Liverpool. Uh poor Palace. Poor Palace. They were looking right. so good for a while and now they're running into a tough part of their schedule. It's bad. And I mean a home game, whether it's a home game or not, you're playing the best team in probably the world right now. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. You know, coming off the Champions League last year, and they're just the way they're dominating what I still feel is the best league overall in the world right now by far. Um, yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's going to be a tough one. It's going to definitely be a tough one for Palace. Anything, anything. They're uh, going to have to bring their A game. Yeah, this is one of those they're games have to where pull you, something out of you their do ass. everything you can to play for a draw. If you can pull a draw here and, and get out, you know, home game drawing, just sit on back. Yeah, but it probably won't happen. Eh. And you can't really sit back against this Liverpool team because they have They'll so many ways apart, to man. beat you. Yeah, like Jordan Henderson or fucking Wijnaldum will just launch one from outside the 18 on you. And then if you do, then you just get countered. And it's, oh, it's a tough day. Quickly piggybacking off what you just said about Genie Wijnaldum. Yeah. Did you see his goal celebration for the Netherlands? I did. When him and Frankie De Jong were like cross, yeah. like black and white, yeah. like standing up, it was for, awesome. I was like, that, "That was cool. That was awesome." Yeah, and that dude, that team, I'm telling you, watch out. They could definitely watch win. out. Watch Euros. They True could take that. this Euros by storm. All right. Um. Let's see. Uh. Ten o'clock again. Let's, Everton host Norwich. On our time restraint, we might as well be super quick about this one. It's like, well, you know what? 
Yeah. Everton's supposed to win this. Yeah. But you know what? Once we've said Everton was going to win, they don't win. And Norwich hasn't done shit in a while, so who and knows? Norwich hasn't scored in like four or five weeks. Maybe Pookie keeps that fire going from getting Finland. I think he's he's just going to rest this one out. He's tired Dude, from he's got, his he, finished he duty. carrying that Finland team into the Euros for the first time. So. He can only take one team on his back. <laughs> he can't take both. Hey, and he, he took this team on his back last year in the championship, so... You did. At some point, you do get a little tired. I think. I mean, you, you got to do get, it all on your own. Yeah, you got to get the Buendia and Toddy Cantwells to uh, Man, they actually gotta, they gotta step play up. Defense. You can't. You can't yeah, be conceding true. in the first ten minutes when you know this team's built on the counter and they're built to like stay in a game for a little while. And if you're just giving up goals early, you're just killing your chances. True. So. Yeah, I mean, another two shit teams coming up. Although Burnley's not been shit, I guess. They're both They're average. Very, very, very average. Watford hosts Burnley. Uh, again, I Watford's not average. They suck. They're pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> they they won, but they still suck. I mean, Burnley might have got a nice win previously, but they've honestly been struggling just as much as Watford has, at least the past couple weeks. So we'll see. I mean, I don't think uh, Watford's got anything left in them as far as uh, Delafuyu goes. Any anybody else? To step up has not happened, so yeah, it really hasn't. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I it's just kind of a snoozer, probably. Burnley will probably beat them. They'll go back to their losing ways, most likely. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so the main game of the weekend we have twelve thirty Manchester City host Chelsea. That's a big one. That is a huge game, second biggest game so far this season, and now we're gonna see. This young Chelsea team, what they can do against a powerhouse like City, and you know it's a it's a test. Yeah, what, it's a huge test. What are you actually made of? That is because they haven't really had that big competition yet. No, they had they lost to Liverpool. They tied Leicester so yeah. far. So yeah, I mean they played well and they played well against Liverpool. So mm-hmm. now it's like that's two out of the four. Now this is your chance to. Maybe it means huge. Grab a win. Win-loss tie out of the three wouldn't be bad, I guess, coming into this year. Yeah, and we'll see if uh, uh, Pulisic plays with his hip. I'm assuming he's healthy. I think it was just a precaution him sitting out. Yeah, I think he was getting the, some uh, rest. U.S. games. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, we shouldn't have needed him for these U.S. wins. So Yeah, I think it that's was a kind smart of play on everybody's what they were head. thinking. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I I'm, mean, I'm pumped up for that game. Unfortunately, we'll be a little busy during the actual live play of it, but afterwards i'm gonna go back and watch the film on it hard absolutely i mean it should be an awesome (laughs) game um so we picked this one obviously best game of the week yes um i went with more my head i went city 2-1 and brian said 2-2 i pulled my draw draw. card yep just fair yeah but i don't know i it's kind of the game i'm expecting i don't but who knows the way this league's going you have no idea anymore it could be Chelsea uh, could win like four two. Yeah, Tammy could get hot again, and Pulisic could score again. I don't know. Chelsea just doesn't play well against City. Yeah, there's something about it. They just they can't do it. And it's on the road. Yeah, it's a it's, test. It's at the Etihad. It's a very good test. So, you know, we'll see. Good luck to the Blues. I'll be with you in spirit while I am. Yeah, that's a that's a Chelsea route for me. Between those two, I got a root for Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck City. 
Fuck City. <laughs> All right, we're getting close, man. We're getting close. Sunday, 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 Sunday. There you go. You haven't said that in a while. It's been a while. I caught you off guard. I did. <laughs> I, saw, I saw your panic, but pull that mat down a little bit. I was like, no. <laughs> so, a tale of two Uniteds. A tale of two Uniteds. Who thought this was going to be a crazy good game? Yeah, a battle with, uh, for a top five position in the league. And it's the only game on Sunday, so you should be, like, chomping at the bit to watch. Hell yeah. And like I stated on Tuesday's show, you can get 90, uh, 80% of the game in before the NFL kicks off. And I guaranteed that it's going to be such a good game that you're going to stick with this until, or at least picture in picture. I know know locally, you know, when we're on A2D, it's a big Eagles market, but, like, I don't know. I just think this is going to be such an awesome, close type of game out of these two teams, the way they've both been playing right now, that you're not going to want to flip away. Maybe. So. <laughs> Last time I did that, I missed the Andre Gomez injury. Yeah. So Same. maybe I'll stick around. That's what you get. <laughs> That's what I get. <laughs> uh, jinxed the poor guy. Yeah, broke his leg. But um, we did. So pick we this picked one. this one. Yeah. Um, I said one nothing Sheffield. I'm going with the Blades, man. Got to rock them, and then you said two one United. I know Manchester. It, it United. killed me because I really want to rock with the Blades too. I just it's tough. I feel like United's starting to play good again, and there's yeah. a lot of talent on that team. I know They're getting Sh- healthy at the right time too. I yeah. saw Luke Shaw's training and um, that Tanzube. Ten, ten, yeah, ten, yeah. <laughs> that guy. Tenenzi. That guy's playing again, and Matic trained. But Sheffield's again, so. been damn good at home, so I, I mean, your your pick wouldn't surprise me either. I said I said that on Tuesday. I think this is one of the biggest games in like Sheffield recent history. Oh yeah, this is even bigger to than have Manchester United in, and you're the favorite, and you're ahead of them in the table. Yeah, even though yeah, even though United's not what they've been, like just still. I was listening to something the other day, and you don't realize like since the 25 years of it becoming the Premier League. They've won 13 titles. Like, that's <laughs> that they are the Premier League as far as a lot of, especially U.S. fans go, because anybody that got into it 20 some years ago when the I'll Premier say, League was formed. Watching uh, Alex Ferguson and yeah, I mean, those Manchester United teams with Ryan Giggs and, you know. I know. That's kind of, I always Nebels went the other way. I never wanted to root for that team because I was new to the sport and new to that league. Like, I didn't want to just, like, jump on with everybody else and root for. So I went the painful way and became an Arsenal fan, and now I'm going even more painful and became a Bournemouth fan. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's all uh, right. It's tough. Yes. So, Monday. Yeah, Monday. Monday I don't mind football. the Monday games. It's kind of nice. Yeah. A little I like, afternoon, Monday. I, I like a Monday game, especially right now. I've got the availability to sit down and watch it at <laughs> yeah, 3 o'clock. So. <laughs> what the hell am I doing on a Monday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going um, up. Oh, no, it's on yeah. a Tuesday. It's on a Tuesday. Yeah, so Villa at home against Newcastle. Newcastle's got two wins in a row. They do. After struggling uh, a decent bit. You know, they're not getting too much production from their strikers and forwards, but, you know, you saw Yedlin score last week, and Kieran Clark's been actually scoring on some set pieces. So, I don't know. I mean, like you said, and this is your stat that Villa hasn't given up, or they gave up one first-half goal so far. last game against the Wolves was the first time they let up a first-half goal. So that young team is just kind of hunkering down, and yeah, didn't even do it against Liverpool. So yeah, I mean, yeah. So we'll see. And I they're mean, home. They just need more offense too. They need like a nice Wesley. 
Yeah, Wesley needs to, to get involved this again, week. and Trezeguet needs to get in the mix. Johnny, Johnny yeah, McGinn. Johnny McGinn, get back in the mix. He's been playing well for Scotland. Yeah, for he's, sure. He's definitely been playing well. He's on the radar for some big teams. But, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, uh, we were not forced to pick this, but we thought we thought yeah. maybe give some love to the Split Magpies. the days up, too, and, yeah, I like doing that. So I said Newcastle with an upset on the road, 2-1, to one, and then Brian said 2-1 to, to Villa. Yes. So we have a very different contentious um, scoring picks this week. So it should make for a very interesting uh, Saturday as – I'm on the field most likely, and I'm looking up at you like, what's up? What's with the score? <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing that's probably how. I haven't got the email. He hasn't sent anything out yet with the final jobs, but most likely that'll be, yeah. That's Unless, where I'll be on field. Yeah, I, I'm doubting Randall's going to come out into the cold and do graphics. I'll be stuck doing that, but that's all right. I don't mind. Whatevs. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's the rundown for week 13. Um, again, this is kind of a uh, short, condensed version of the pod today. Uh, there's some scheduling conflicts with uh, somebody else in the studio, so we yeah, have we'll to have that worked out. Don't wrap worry. up very soon. So I don't know. I mean, anything else to uh, no? I mean, say before we close it out. No, I know you. There was some stuff you wanted to do, and I don't know if we. Oh yeah. Are we going to do a hierarchy at all, or? We're um, throw that to the wayside for this week. Just we can do that while I'm getting the the, <laughs> the surprise out. Okay. Um, I was gonna say celebrity crushes. Ooh. Okay. Can I? Can it be a man crush? Can I have a man crush? Sure. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna really think about this one now. Hmm. Do 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 do. Who is my celebrity crush? Whoa! A kick it stateside hat. Whoa! For you. Where did that come from? Vistaprint. They said a free hat. <laughs> they said a free hat with the business cards? You finally picked something you liked? Wow. Hold on. Let me see Let's that. Let's see. I like it. It's fantastic. And we can personally sign our names, so it means more. It's got the logo on the back. I'm going to put it up on here. All our so stuff. As you can see, it's got the logo. Then it's got the Twitter, the Facebook, the IG, the A2D radio, Spotify, iTunes. Beautiful. It's not the best hat. Look at this thing. But it's free. Dude, <laughs> this is gonna this is going on the table at A2D when we yeah, do the show. Yeah. Without a doubt. That is awesome. Everybody, this is the hat. That's fantastic. Cheap hat, but it's a hat. Hey. Free is free. It's a lovely painter's hat. <laughs> it's quite the painter's hat. That's what we do, man. That's awesome. All right, but uh, I'm really pumped that you did this. Yeah, I decided one day I'm just like, just do a business card. Don't overthink it and just fucking do it. Yeah. So now no, we have dude, business cards. So it's awesome. You gotta let me know. We gotta whack that up. So yeah. So um, if you see uh, us in person. We'll give you some business cards. Hell yeah. Pass around. But uh, all right, we got to wrap up, Yeah, we got to go. Um, so we will see you guys next week. We'll talk a little recap of week 13, and then we'll preview the f- week 14. And, you know, I'm sure there'll be other craziness that goes along. Oh, yeah. I'm covering sure all the big games, shit. seeing how Jose Mourinho does in his first game and all that good, fun stuff. So thanks for uh, 
sticking with us on some, you know, crazy, crazy, you know, wacky Thursday. scheduled Thursday. Yes. Um, I guess we'll just scrap the hierarchy since we're pressed for time. We'll just write them out. We'll think about it. We'll think about it, maybe, throw them up on maybe socials. I'll have a, yeah, and I'll have an answer for you on Tuesday's show. Sounds good to me, man. All right. All right, guys. We will uh, see you guys next week. Uh, like we always say, drink some beer, smoke some dubs, and uh, we'll catch you later. Later. Later.